Hey there, before we get started, I always forget to say this. Would you please go and take a moment and rate and review the podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast. It's super helpful, it helps people find the show, and it also gives me good feedback on how I can be making the show better, or how I can continue to be awesome. That was uncomfortable for me to say. Okay, thanks for doing that. All right, now we'll get started. Here we go. Welcome to Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. We, we hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy the show. <laughs> Thank you very much, Eve and Lucy, and thank you for being here on a brand new episode of Doing the Best We Can with Eddie Koffeltz. I'm Eddie. It is very nice to see you. Thank you for coming back. It means a lot. At this point, we're far enough into this project that if it was going to bomb, you, everybody would have already left, and so the fact that you're still here means, <laughs> means a lot to me. Uh, and if you are new and just finding the podcast, I'm not sure how you found it, but thanks for being along for the ride. Here's what this show is. First of all, it's live. I uh, just finished writing uh, what I'm about to read to you, and I hit record, and we go for it. Um, I do this primarily because uh, I, I just like to pull down the wall between us. I think it's good for these thoughts to be live, um, especially with some of the things that I share. I don't want to overthink it. I don't want to over-edit it. I just want to share it with you. Um, also, like you should know that this show is kind of a memoir, uh, kind of a kind of a random collection of thoughts that I have, which, uh, by all accounts, I was just doing some podcast consulting this morning, is not a good way to share a podcast. But my hope is that in my processing, maybe something is I don't know helpful for you. Maybe it's just amusing. Maybe you just don't even want to listen to this one and you go to the next one. But uh, it's what I've got, and I uh, I'm honored to share it with you. Good, bad, otherwise. Okay, that was a terrible sell, but I'm not trying to sell you. <laughs> so uh, let's get started on this week's main thought, and then we're going to have a short little free skate afterwards. Oh, new folks, free skate uh, is the second part of the show where I kind of do what I want. Not a lot today on the free skate, so we're just going to read, talk a little bit about some stuff, and then uh, we'll be out, and I'll see you next week. Okay, here is the main thoughts for this week. Issue 22, Trail Markers. Last weekend, I was fortunate to get Monday off work for President's Day. I love a good three-day weekend. I relish not only the extra free time, but also the feeling I get the rest of the week that somehow we're a day ahead. I, I love that feeling. Our whole family had a full Monday off school and work, so we decided to go on an adventure. Adventure, this free day, took us outdoors to the Shenandoah National Park. I love Shenandoah. It's 90 minutes from my front door to the ranger station, and Lucy is a fourth grader, so we get into the park for free. I love the National Park Service. And because of global warming, winter is 60 degrees in Virginia, which is ideal hiking weather. Note, the inconvenient truth that the Earth won't be able to sustain life for long, you know, is just a real thing. But February hikes are worth it. So, that was the plan. An outdoor adventure on our free day. Family bonding time, long walks through the woods, a chance to connect. Maybe we even get an ice cream on the way home. Who knows? Hooray for President's Day. Cut to interior of the Koffeltz family midsize SUV. The Koffeltz family is silent and staring blankly out the windows. The dad is driving. By the way, that was a joke that works, I think, a little bit more because I decided to use stage direction in the newsletter and I used a different font. I'm not sure it's going to work in the podcast, but here we are. 
Anyway, we're now inside the SUV and we're driving. <laughs> we're driving silently. Well, we're editing in real time, aren't we? Anyhow, by the time we'd left the house, I'd already apologized to Brianne for something. I was wrong. By the time we were 20 minutes into the car ride, I'd apologized to Lucy. I was really cooking. Now, the car ride was silent, and the day of magic was dissolving into everyone realizing that I was kind of being an asshole. And they were stuck in a car, then a national forest, with a grenade whose pin had just been pulled. Now, for context, a lot is happening in life right now, and my frustration, though misplaced, wasn't unfounded. But still, I was taking out some very real frustrations in some pretty immature ways. And then, and then I got lost. I didn't have a great phone signal, felt frustrated and embarrassed, and shut down completely. When I get mad, I typically go quiet. And when I'm quiet, everyone feels it, which I hate. Growing up, people in my family would spend days, weeks even, being angry quiet at something or someone. I remember feeling totally alone during those seasons. I hate subjecting my family to angry quiet. So I finally asked for help finding our way, and because she's Brienne, we were on the trail in around 45 seconds, literally. It took her 45 seconds to unloose us, unloose us. <laughs> my family spent most of the day walking in proximity to me, but far enough ahead to the trail, rightly, to softly ignore me. I was quiet now, I was gone, and they should at least enjoy the day with each other. As I walked alone with my family, I began to notice the trail markers. In the event you've never seen one of these markers, it's a small rectangle of paint that's painted on the tree every so often in order to guide you along the trail. These markers have always struck me as a, such a simple and elegant solution to a real problem, which is getting very lost in a very big forest. When you start down the trail, you'll typically see the first painted mark. For us, we were on the Fox Hollow Trail, a short little warm-up uh, hike that kept us on easy train for about an hour. All the markers were light blue, so as long as you could see or find a light blue marker, we were in the right spot. These markers have always delighted me. Without looking at a map or a GPS, you can confidently wander the forest. Moreover, they're perfectly placed that the moment you think that you may have gone the wrong way, there's another marker. I don't know if there's a prescribed science to marker spacing, but I've hiked hundreds of trails and always been impressed by the intentional distance between the marks. They're close enough to be helpful, but far enough so as to not litter the forest with painted signage. I spent, excuse me, I spent most of the day alone and quiet following these trail marks and trying to pull myself out of the fog that I'd covered my family with. It was then, in the unseasonably warm Shenandoah, that I knew I'd missed some metaphoric markers in my life. I'd wandered a bit too far into the forest and not glanced around to find something to bring me back to the trail. Furthermore, and even worse, I was taking my internal sense of being lost out on those I care for the most, which is the last straw. A straw I don't even like getting to. So on that trail, I decided to put some markers in place that could help even just a little bit. Here are some of the ones I came up with. First, right now, I am not in a healthy relationship with food. It's time to start doing things that will bring that relationship back to thriving. That's a big marker. I need to find small pockets of joy every day, no matter how small. Today, I'm wearing a Wu-Tang Clan shirt to an Ash Wednesday service. Silly humor and rap are both markers for me. I'm going to bed with my muscles sore in a good way. I ran yesterday for the first time in a very long time and slept like a baby. That's a two-for-one marker. I took time to shave with a straight razor. 
something that I love doing, but usually forego for a quick electric version. Marker. I read a terrible book and I'm delighted with it. Thank you for the marker, Prince Harry. I'm trying to be intentional with my family and apologize for the silence. All markers. The markers can be as insignificant as shaving with a straight razor or as real as apologizing. The size of the marker isn't what's important. It's that it exists. It's enough to keep me on the trail, affirm that I'm not lost, and beckon me to the little rectangle of paint. In fact, I'm going to add a trail marker to the logo of this podcast and the newsletter. There's an I in doing, of doing the best we can, that will work nicely for that. Nobody but us will know what it is, but maybe we'll see it and remember to keep going, keep trying, and keep searching for the things that bring us back to life. Okay, well, how about that? We are, uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for that one. That was one of those ones where I was like, I know what I'm going to write. I don't know how it ends. I don't know if it's helpful, but that was a very eventful Monday, and I was thinking about the markers. And, hey, we have a new tiny little bit of uh, logo out of it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, um, wanted to get into the second portion of the show called The Free Skate. And for folks that are brand new, we don't do this a lot, uh, but... I am going to actually just mirror in the free skate what is over in the newsletter today. Usually they're kind of two different things. But I did do uh, a book review, a quick little book review. All these little sections are a little fast. But I did a little book review uh, over in the newsletter as well. And I wanted to share it with you uh, because this book has just really got me thinking. I shared in the newsletter the idea that like, I don't always know if I'm reading a good book when I'm reading it. Like, I know when I'm watching a movie, like, I can watch a movie and in real time go like, oh, this is, this is amazing. But a book, like, it sort of has to linger a little bit. Maybe you're the same way. In any event, I have read a book uh, recently that was a book out from 2017, actually. I just, I don't know how, maybe just Goodreads recommended it or somebody did. But the book is, uh, it's kind of a bummer of a book, and it's a little bit macabre, but it's called From Here to Eternity traveling the world to find the good death. <laughs> so I am very averse to scary things. I will not watch a scary movie. I watched the Jordan Peele movie because I felt like it was really culturally significant, but it was hard to do. I do not like scary stuff. Um, but I heard this book was great and it's not supposed to be scary. But anyhow, the, the woman who wrote it, her name is Caitlin uh, Doughty, D-A-U-G-H-T-Y, Doughty. I may have forgotten an R when I put this in the newsletter. We'll see. Anyhow, Caitlin, that's a name I'm sure of, is a mortician who apparently has written a bunch of books and she regales us with how other cultures handle death. I have not dug into her world at all uh, because I'm just afraid to, but I will tell you that in this book, it is pretty fascinating because she basically travels around the world and shares with us exactly that, like what other cultures do. Now, first of all, I didn't really even know that other cultures don't just bury or cremate. Like, there's so much other, so many other ways of handling and processing people that that die. Um, and the book isn't morbid, and she doesn't other people, right? Because sometimes, you know, when you hear about other cultures eating other foods, like, the, the little kid response is like, ooh, you would eat that? And in reality, we're just othering people because... Right? Everybody's different. We're different to somebody else, everybody, right? But she doesn't other people in the book. She is really respectful and real honoring, and she points out the things that are really beautiful about the way other cultures handle death. 
And in that, she also reframes how we handle death in America. My God, this is a bummer. There's no way you're still listening to this podcast. <laughs> My God. Nice. Take a week off. Come back. Bum everybody out. Talk for 12 minutes about me getting mad and then death and then click out for the week. This is fantastic. Anyway, what uh, she ends up handling is she talks about handling death in America and talks about the business of cremation and the business of uh, of burial and all of that. And, um, you know, she has some things that are critical about it, but it really made me think a lot about uh, about this, about how we honor life and how we honor the end and how uh, and how we do that in in our country. So anyway, it is a wild book. It makes me want to be composted, which is about the grossest thing I've said, <laughs> but you'll read the book. So anyhow, there is a link to the book uh, in the newsletter. I was given a piece of feedback recently that I don't always give all the links that I say I will. They're all on eddiecoffolds.com and they're certainly in the newsletter. So make sure you subscribe to the newsletter or the newsletter will be up uh, by about eight o'clock this morning on the website and uh, check out that book. And that's it. That's all I have for this week. Make sure to send in the projects that you're sharing. In coming weeks, we're going to do another You Do You section where I share projects. Uh, I've got a couple of good, really interesting projects that you all have sent in. So share your projects if you'd like. Go to eddiecoffolds.com for that. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for being here and for listening and for sharing this with your friends. Uh, One more thing. I have never asked you to do this, but if you can, go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review the podcast. It's really helpful. I've never asked anyone to do this because I always ask people to share the newsletter but if you got a second uh rate and review this i was just reading through i didn't honestly know there were that many reviews on apple uh whatever apple podcasts and i'm not humble bragging i'm like bragging this is really there were incredibly nice things that were people a lot of people have rated and said really nice things about the show the worst thing about podcasts apple podcasts is that you can't reply to them so i've read them all i thank you all so deeply and people have given some really honest feedback and so uh, it helps other folks find the show a show apparently about anger and trail markers and death. So <laughs> maybe I should have asked you to share the show next week. All right, that's it. I'm going to do a short one this week. I hope you have a good rest of your week. I'm not even doing the closing. I think this is just good enough. Uh, I want to thank Uncle Jimmy so much for uh, editing the newsletter. He is fantastically helpful with that. I want to thank you for being here and for coming back week after week. And I am indeed hard at work on a much less sad version of doing the best we can for next week. So I look forward to talking to you then. Bye-bye.